Welcome to FinTalks, a chat with Finance Malta Members Edition. With me today, I have Dr. Franklin Kakia, Senior Manager on Tax and Regulated Industries with CSB Group, who are members of Finance Malta. During this podcast, we will be discussing security trusts, a new security measure for financing arrangements. Security trustships are constantly popular with any serious bond issuer or other financing arrangements due to the various benefits that this concept provides. As a fully licensed trustee company, recognized under the Trust and Trustees Act and licensed by MFSA to act as a trustee of trusts and administrator of foundation. CSB trusts and fiduciaries may act as a security trustee in such financing arrangements. Thank you, Dr. Kakia, first of all, for joining me. Thank you. We just did that quite um, elaborate intro because I think one of the things that people need to understand is what are security trusts? What are exactly? So basically, before jumping on to a security trust, um, it's good that we kind of break down a bit what a trust is. Basically, trust is an arrangement whereby um, a set law or an, a person, or it could be a company or an individual, um, settles uh, an asset, which could be uh, immovable property or other forms of property, um, into a trust. And the trust is kind of protected and ring-fenced against any possible future um, uh, defaults. Um, so, moving on to now the responsibility of a security trustee. The trustee is the person who supervises, manages, protects the assets which are being held in trust. And why is be this being done? Because in, uh, um, um, in, in general terms, for example, if there's an immovable property project, um, for example, the development of a new hotel or the development of a new um, structure. structure. Mm-hmm. Um, for that development, you can obtain financing either through normal means of finance by um, taking a loan, for example, or to, diver- to diversify um, the risks, the liabilities, you can also request financing from um, the public. So what that means is that uh, you obtain a loan from um, the general public through a bond issue. So effectively, what the public is doing when purchasing bonds is financing the development of a project. So instead of me loaning from the bank, I'm loaning from the public. So basically, you're trusting that company or that uh, hotel. Exactly. Now... What to issue a bond? Of course, you need um, authority and approval from the listing authority, authority, which is the Malta Financial Services Authority. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a level of protection, because the financing is being given by um, retail clients and by the general public. So to protect the public further, the MFSA would usually uh, require a security trustee, which is an added layer of protection to the public. Um, in general terms, that's what a security trust is. It's an added level of investor protection to the bond holders, okay, to so the general public. So basically, what you've just explained is what is a security trust? Mm-hmm. 
and also what is the role of a security trustee, right? Exactly. So um, how would, a, like if the general public or that layer you just mentioned of trustee, how, what are the criteria that uh, one should make sure that when investing, he's investing in the right forum with the right person at the right time? Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, of course, um, when there is a bond issuer, to finance a project, um, there is a prospectus. This, the prospectus is a kind of the offering document that you give to the public so that they know what they're investing. It's like a in. manual. Exactly. It's like a manual. Um, you can say a manual for, um, I would say dummies, but that's offensive. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yes. Kind of. Um, it's, a, it's a manual to see like what the risks are going to be of the project. What are the safeguards? Um, if the project fails, what will happen? And that is where the security trustee comes in. In the event of default, meaning the bond issuer can no longer pay the bond holders, because obviously when you purchase a bond, you expect a return, yes. right? Which is the interest, basically. And usually bonds are very non-complex and very safe investment um, instruments. Um, but it could happen that, um, especially, for example, we've experienced, we've witnessed in the last two years, first the pandemic, now uh, a war. Um, so these external factors can have an impact on a project development. Um, so what the prospectus will have is that in the event of default that the bond issuer cannot finance um, uh, the, bond, the bond holders, the security trustee comes in um, and it comes in in certain events of default. There will be specific events when the trustee responsibilities and powers will kick in okay. um, to make sure that the bondholders are first and foremost the priority repaid. So if the bondholders um, injected capital, I said if I, for example, purchased um, 10 bonds at 100 euros, so the security trustee will make sure that, first of all, the bondholder is given back the 100 euros, the capital invested. However, it's not a guarantee because it's not a, uh, always guaranteed, but that would be the security trustee's utmost priority, that at least the capital is secured okay. and given back to the bondholder. Okay. Um, so that's the major responsibility. And then there are other powers, enforcement powers. So, for example, um, take court action against the bond issuer or take court action against the developer um, of the project. So the security trustee um, kind of um, enables all, all this for the protection of the bondholders. And that's the major responsibility of the security trustee. From your experience and from your expertise, what should be the criteria when you um, that someone who's going to uh, buy these uh, shares or bonds, the trustee in himself should look for, um, so that he would say, "Listen, I am investing in a safe company." Yes. So obviously, it's always recommended um, that when an investor, especially a retail investor. Um, uh, will be in investing in, in non-complex or complex instruments, investment advice is always obtained. But um, with respect to the security trustee specifically, 
um, the investor would need to make sure that the security trustee is first and foremost licensed by the MFSA. Um, and this is public, we have to say. Exactly, yes. It's public yes, yes. knowledge. It's, it's public knowledge. Um, you can easily go on the MFSA website, the financial services register, and you'll find who can act as trustee. Yeah. Um, so that's number one. There are some exemptions in place, um, but generally security trustees are licensed by the MFSA. Um, then, secondly, is um, with respect to the security trustee, the, tr the track record as well. So, is it the first time that um, the security trustee is um, being kind of taking this responsibility? Um, what's the track record um, of the security trustee? New business or 10 years plus business, for example. Um, and then, most importantly as well, is generally it will be in the prospectus mm -hmm. uh, the investor will see what will happen in the event of default so what will the security trustee do to protect my investment in this project and usually over on the in the prospectus um, there is written down the powers of the trustee the security trustee in the event of default and what are the benefits of this type of security over other traditional security arrangements so the, the benefit is that, um, I mean, the major benefit is the added layer of protection because the bond issuer is not only licensed by the MFSA to issue a bond by the listing authority, but also um, the security trustee. So there is like double supervision on the bond issuer and also on the person, the security trustee, who, are, who is protecting the assets, who's acting as a guarantor. Um, so I it's think being checked, do you mean? Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And also the independence, because um, the bond issuer would be totally independent from the security trustee. So there's no conflict of interest. Um, because, for example, if the security trustee is also a shareholder, for example, of the bond issuer, there's an obvious conflict of interest over there. So the independence and impartiality of the security trustee from the bondholder is very important to guarantee that there is no conflict and um, that the security trustee's interest is towards protecting the investor rather than the bond issuer. Um, so that's uh, another important um, benefit that a security trustee gives not only to the bondholder because ultimately also um, the bond the bondholder is an investor wants maximum security but it gives a benefit to the bond issuer the person who's issuing the bond because the bond issuer would also want to protect the investors yeah. the bond issuer is kind of asking the public have faith in my project and have faith in my project because listen i have the security trustee who's supervising who ha can protect your assets who can um, kind of sort of guarantee um, the capital and the return of investment as well. And the security trustee also has a fiduciary obligation to make sure that kind of the project is happening according to the timeline, to the timeframes, to the prospectus and other conditions. In layman's terms, can we call the, fi the fiduciary the person like kind of your teacher, he checks both? Mm -hmm both parties and all this yes i think i would have a better analogy uh, the, the security trustee acts as a watchdog as a watchdog um as kind of the a protector <laughs> yes um, um 
So yes, you could say that um, he's kind of yes the, the teacher and supervisor of uh, the assets. And if the trustee is having difficulties or is facing is raising questions about uh, about what what he invested, where he invested, he will go to companies like yours, the fiduciary themselves. Yes, in the sense um, we as a company um, CSBTNF. We act as security, security trustee, and in kind of the engagements um, uh, where we act as such, um, we have certain powers. So if we see that um, kind of the bond issuer is not creating um, or developing the project according to prospectus, we can trigger these powers okay. and take court action, for example. Um, or issue war, um, request the court to issue warrants of seizure, for example. Um, so we have all these uh, kind tools. of powers and tools, mm-hmm. yes, to protect the investment. Thank you very much, Dr. Franklin Kakia, for that uh, interesting conversation. Um, thank you as well, CSB Malta, for providing this service. I urge you all to um, follow this podcast on Finance Malta YouTube channel as well as on all our social media platforms. Thank you very much.